The following is a paid program and is meant for educational information only and is the sole opinion of today's sponsors. A full inspection of your situation is suggested before taking any action. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. This is Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Good afternoon, everybody. How's everybody doing? Doing great. Good. Got Mike and Sue Pale from the Closet Factory. Going to talk about storage solutions and my particular problems in my house. You know what I found out? I'm figuring out this. Mike and Sue Pale are both engineers. Am I correct that you're engineers of different types? We are, yep. So you get what, an electrical engineer and a mechanical. And a mechanical engineer. You put things away, don't you, when you're done with them? <laughs> Usually, yeah, they're looking at me like, yeah, everybody does, Dave. Not uh, every, not everybody. Not does. everybody. No, no. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Now you do at work, right? You put things away. I, I do. I, I try to keep uh, you know our shop and our garage tidy as best as we can. But you, you see an object sitting there, and you say, well, it's, it's got to go somewhere. Right? I would tell you I do that. My wife would disagree, so I'm not I'm not sure who you should listen to. I probably do not put things away as as I, I should in most cases. <laughs> All right. So Mike and Sue Pale, being engineers and being the representatives of Closet Factory, you guys are organizational experts. Yeah. Yeah. We we really want to find out what uh, what problems are there that we can then solve. We don't fill spaces. We solve problems. So you, you're not looking at this, you know, the space I have to fill with either an office, right? A home office. You guys do that, right? Yep. Or a garage or just that closet that's a little too small. What goes into figuring out what I'm going to do with that space? We ask lots of questions. We try to find out how are you using that space? What do you want to fit into that space? What do you hate about it? What do you love about it? Um, is there something in that space that you're trying to get in there that you can't get there now? Because somebody somebody designed, and I'm putting that in air quotes, <laughs> designed the closet in my house, the main master closet. It is a rectangle, okay, with a little bit of space missing because there's a there's some storage or something. But it's this rectangle, and they decided that we would put wire racks on one side and then wire racks on the back end. They didn't ever met me. I mean, what did they do wrong? You suppose? What did they not take into a, into account? Well, a couple of things. They they don't know what your inventory is or how you like to store things. But they probably were just trying to make it fill look, the space, fill the space, make it look like a closet, and and just what would work for the general person. You can hang almost everything. So, and there are, there's some shelving that's built into that wire rack. So yeah. You can throw those up there, and you'll you'll see things like hanging going into hanging in a corner, which yeah. means you have to burrow into the corner to kind of get things. It becomes, That's us. Yeah, it's pretty much every every builder installed pre made closet that is a wire based solution. Yeah, and sometimes it's you know you've got a wire going east west, mm-hmm. and you got another wire going north south, and on one of them you can't hang anything of any size. Yep. Right. Yep. And uh, now, now Brock, I know Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Brock has got a lot of nice dress pants. <laughs> he's got these slacks that he's going to want to hang the entire length. 
right? He doesn't like it when they're folded at the knee. I do not. No. Right? You put on your dress slacks, and you don't like it when it's got that old fold mm-hmm. in there. So he wants his slacks top to bottom. Mm-hmm. That's a different design, isn't it? It is. Yep. And the nice thing is with our system, we'll, we'll design it for what that client's looking for, but then everything in the system's adjustable. So if those needs change over time, like, okay, I no longer need to wear dress slacks because I'm now working from home or That's because right. I've retired. Well, we can reconfigure that space and make it now work for just pairs of jeans that are folded in half or uh, more hanging clothes. Well, you know, and, and the name Closet Factory right, is, a, is almost a little misleading. These guys don't just work in closets, okay? People right. hear the closet fact, well, I don't need my closet done. Talk to me about entertainment centers. Guys, listen, I am sick of seeing all these TV wires behind my television. The fact that it's mounted above a, a, a wall mount, you know, it's, it's not really attractive. I walk into a lot of these homes and I see these big, beautiful, custom uh, well, how, I mean, entertainment center, I guess is the best way that you could put it. Right. That's wood and it has a bunch mm-hmm. of cabinets. That's storage. I mean, that's, that, that's also something that you guys focus on. Is that right? Yeah, and it's actually interesting that you brought up entertainment centers because I, we've seen a huge shift in the way entertainment centers are designed over the years since we've begun with the change of TVs. You know, they're going from the big tube TVs to yeah. flat screens, wall-hung right. TVs, and um, it's pretty amazing what you can do with with your entertainment center system now everybody remember the armoire yeah it was the one french word i knew for a while oh yeah thousand pound piece of furniture that holds your television yeah i remember that sell with the house people Uh people used to call up this radio station and try to advertise them and say well you know i paid 1100 for it and blah 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 well yeah nobody needs that anymore now it's all flush Mm -hmm. and and a lot of places I've seen this. They had a cutout for the TV, mm-hmm. right? It was a shelf mm-hmm. right above the fireplace, and yep. you put the t- t- tube TV there. We don't have tube TVs anymore, all right? So what is an entertainment center now going to look like in a uh, modern home? Uh, so you brought up a good point when you asked the question about the wires being visible, and nobody wants that. Yeah. So what we have this in our showroom as well. We have an entertainment center in our showroom and our conference room, and we're able to uh, use a piece of three-quarter inch material, the, whatever the rest of the product is made from, and attach it between upright panels yeah. and have it pulled off of the wall some. We'll put a very large cutout in there that's going to be covered by the TV. And now you have this huge cavity back there to be able to run wires and have extra length wires. Um, so when we are done, typically, right, it's up, to, up to the client's discretion, but yeah. typically you see no wires. Everything, we even even have infrared uh, remote repeaters so that you can have your doors closed, have your your equipment behind closed doors, and still be able to use your infrared remotes, the regular TV remotes and equipment remotes. All right, so I can, don't know how that works. You mean that, the, well, the remote is not going to work if you can't see the, the product, right? Normally, but with this, uh, there's these devices that we uh, that we use that have a little sensor that you put on the outside of the door, so it's maybe yeah. the size smaller than the size of a dime. Right. And then it has little repeaters that that blast out that same infrared pattern, mounted to a t- to a shelf inside the cabinet. So you can, and what we usually do if we're doing that, especially if it's a AV equipment that generates a lot of heat, right? We'll build in some just uh, airflow considerations, usually just convection, just heat rising and have a spot for the hot air to exit out of the top and for cool air to enter on the bottom. Fancy. So, and it's 
it's, it sounds fancy, but it's just an extra step of, of taking the moment to think about it and just building in those features, which don't really cost anything. They just have to be thought about and talked about. And yeah. you'll make us something where I don't have to stare at the turned off TV, right? We can. It gets harder these days because TVs yeah. are so large. Yeah. It's really hard a lot of times to cover a, a TV that's 60 inches wide. That's 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 huge. Those are huge doors. Most sure. doors, uh, door mounting hardware, are not designed to go more than about 24 inches wide. Mm. We can do it. It just gets pricey because we have to use a lot more uh, substantial hardware to be able to ha- handle doors of that size. Well, and, yet, you know, you think of entertainment centers, and, it, uh, you know, I'm thinking of the 100-pound entertainment center you buy down at, uh, you know, Pier 1 or, yep. or Target or something like that. But you guys have to see the photos on their website. I'm talking full-wall entertainment centers, beautiful right. storage. You can go into a barren living room that just mm-hmm. has a little uh, – uh, uh, the fireplace cut out mm-hmm. in the corner mm-hmm. and build a full-blown uh, um, wrap-around storage around that thing. That's just that's so amazing to me that you guys, you guys don't order this material, do you? The, the closet factory is 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 the real deal. You you fab a lot of this stuff. Yeah, and we do. And I think that the great thing about that is like there's everyone's collection of AV equipment is different, and everyone's TVs. Even if you get a, a a uh, 42-inch or a 50-inch or a 60-inch TV, they're not all the same dimensions. So to try to go to a furniture store and get something that's going to fit or work with what you have, yeah, we, we've tried to do this when we first bought our house 20 years ago. There was, it was really hard to find, and that was just back in the, in the tube TV days. And we went up and down Glenwood and looked forever and found, yeah. found one that we decided we could accept. But it wasn't like – it wasn't perfect. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it – the amount of options that are there is, is pretty amazing. You know, the one thing that I want for everything that I put in the house, I've gotten pretty picky lately. I want it to match. Now, my house came with a certain style of trim, okay? I want, when somebody puts in a new door, I want that trim to match. Mm-hmm. When you do my home office so that I can run my international media empire from, you know, what used to be my, you know, spare bedroom. I want that trim to match. When we say closet factory, you know that half the people hear that and the word factory just, yeah, they're just saying it's a factory. It's not really a factory. (laughs) They just bring a couple of saws to the work site and they build it. You're constructing to my specifications so that it matches. Yes? Yes. We have a factory, and our factory and showroom are in one place, so everyone is welcome to come visit it, see the accessories and the options, the finishes that are available, the handles. A lot of of our clients like to do their second appointment there at the showroom so so that they can um, pick their, their pieces and also see the different accessories that are available firsthand. But then you can see our factory. And... It, a lot of uh, our clients don't. It doesn't really sink in until they see it. Yeah. But it is. Everything's manufactured and ordered specific. And, and just to, you, you said it's built to your specifications. Yeah. It's actually built to your ideas and your wants because yeah. we have uh, a great crew of um, design consultants mm-hmm. that helps take those ideas and then turn it into the specifications. Right. Because many of our, our clients don't have the capability to say, well, I want a 24-inch wide section here. Then I want to have this to be a little deeper, a little bit more shallow. So it's it's kind of – it's almost – it's maybe nuanced, but it's one step further than that where you bring the ideas and the wants and the needs 
and then we come up with a design that's going to fit all that, fit within your budget, um, and kind of build it from there. We're talking to Mike and Sue Pale from the Closet Factory. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier and myself, Dave Alexander. I, we're going to give away some things. The next caller at 919-860-9783 with a question. Got to come on and ask a question to Mike or Sue. Uh, you're going to win a $25 gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill, Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. All you have to do is call now, 919-860-9783. You call, you win, and you, of course, you're going to be on the radio. Get a, get a closet question or a, a home office question. We haven't talked that much about that. 919-860-9783 on making your home great. This is Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. And congratulations, Eileen. I'm so glad you called us up. How you doing? I'm doing great. I hope you are. All right. Now, Eileen, you got to ask a question in order to qualify for the contest. So have you got a, uh, something thought up for Mike and Sue from the Closet yeah. Factory? Matter of fact, a matter of fact. I yeah, matter go factory, ahead. Matter of fact, I do. Um, I would like to um, do something with my garage, like some organizational um, cabinets and such. Do you do that? Oh, the garage. We do. Thanks for calling, Eileen. I'll let cover this one. <laughs> yeah, we, we can do all, all manner of things in garages, everything from uh, just like a small shoe shelf up to a workbench, um, tall, do- tall storage with or without doors. We can do garage lifts. Um, oh, cool. um, we do some storage. that uh, slat wall is a, another great option. You can put this uh, material on the wall. It's kind of like what you'd see in store fittings a lot of times where you can hang different hooks and different accessories to mount racks and hoses and all those kind of things that are just tough to store. Yep. Uh, get those uh-huh. off the floor and against the wall. So we do a lot in that uh, in that space. And it's I always say to people they want to get their closets done first, but if you look in most people's garages, they really should yeah. start in their garages first because oh, it becomes yeah. a dumping no, no, ground. No. It really they, does. So. A lot of us, you, the, we need an intervention is what we need. Yeah. We need somebody to open that up. Eileen, what does your garage look like right now? Uh, I wish you could see it. I'm looking at it right now. It, it looks like a total mess. <laughs> it looks Just like a what? A total mess. Of, oh, okay. Full of projects and... Uh, some furniture and some lamps and some yard stuff and but it's all just on various surfaces so well, if if you have a, a design consultant out don't touch any of it yeah, don't really? pick up don't pick up leave it as it is we want to see it how it is we can see what your pain is take a look at what you're trying to get off the floor Eileen are you able to tell us what color the floor is <laughs> have you seen the floor recently well, yes, I, I actually, no, I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to things like this. That's why, that's why I'd really like to have this garage pretty. My garage floor is that um, ceramic spackle look. It's gorgeous. It's um, yeah. something I did about 15 years ago. It's blue and black and white. Oh, that's great. That's great. That's a, good, that's a great investment. I think so. It's been very comfortable on my legs as well. Well, Eileen, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put you on hold. You have to give the uh, nice gentleman who picks up the line your contact information so that we can can get this to you. You just want a $25 gift certificate to High Park 
Bar and Grill, the place for lunch and dinner with daily food and drink specials. How about this fried chicken, prime rib, and the $6 burger on Fridays? Go Fridays. Yeah. I've always wanted to go there. Mike just got up and he's going. $6 burger on Fridays, indoor and outdoor, seating available. They are at Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Hope you enjoyed, Eileen. Thank you. Thank you, Eileen. Yeah, thanks for the call. All right. Hold on because we've got to get your information. The garage. Now, she's already done the floor, Mm -hmm. but you guys do floors. We do, yeah. It's a great first step. What is it? I mean, what kind of – my garage floor is just regular paint, just regular gray paint. What are the op, the other options for that? So um, kind of the top end for garage floors is an epoxy. It's usually a polyaspheric uh, type material that gets put on a couple layers. But it, it physically bonds to the concrete. Yeah. So you're not going to get hot, hot tire pickup, which happens with a, almost every other product. You, you pull in in the summer with the tires that are 120 degrees. Sure. And then you back back out, and now that chunk that was under the tire is stuck to your tire. Really? And you have, yeah, just bare concrete again. So that happens all the time with pretty much every other product out there. So you can it's going to be a lot less to get some kind of pain or, or a product you can get at a, a big home improvement store. But you're going to – if you want it to look good, you're going to pay right. for it again because right. it's not going to last. I mean, right now, Dave, and you're in your garage. Yeah. Yeah. What happens if you do an oil change and you spill the oil on your concrete? How do you clean that up? Well, ideally, you must understand that there's no way for the oil to make it to the floor, <laughs> that it will drip over knickknacks and bric-a-brac gotcha. and home improvement projects that are halfway done. In your garage. Okay. In my garage. But you're absolutely right. It will go straight to the floor and it will go into the cement or yeah. the concrete. And the- Most of the time you're having to use kitty litter or uh, you know, a few other uh, yes. old school tricks to try to pull that stuff out. You want to know what, how do you clean oil off a floor like this? No, I don't you, know. You wipe it up. Really? And it just it comes right off. That this, day or weeks later? It, it's really? just, it, yeah. The stuff is incredible. Uh, it, it also, listen, uh, being from Texas, we, we have a lot of foundation cracks, okay? Putting this type of epoxy down in your garage, yeah. I'm not saying it prevents surface cracks, but it really does a good job. Yeah. It, 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 it helps bond the structure. It holds it together. It makes it last, I mean, twice as long as it would without the epoxy. It's just, it's an incredible material. It looks better. Oh, yeah. It's amazing, yeah. It's, I yeah. always joke to people, it's one of the nicest floors in our house. <laughs> really? Yeah. All right. That's fine. Now, the other part of it is that for those of us who are organizationally challenged, if we want to be in a situation where we can store things... And we want it to all look alike. Gosh, that's my problem right there. I put up shelves, you know, in, I don't know, 15 years ago, and then I put up shelves five years ago. Different product, different look, et cetera. I want a coordinated look for my garage. What are my choices? The choices are <laughs> endless. I mean, we we have a, a, a whole bunch of different melamine options to choose from but we can do anything from stained or painted finishes we can make it match your school colors your school colors your your favorite car color um the flooring Uh, make it match the floor yeah throw some blue accents in there to match the the blue chips in the floor i mean i mean some of these photos uh, they they have a, a silver 
sports car parked in there right. with blue trim. And well, well, they did blue and silver paint <laughs> inside the garage with, with a, a, a graphite color uh, uh, cabinets. I mean, every, they literally matched the garage around the car. That's right. that's really cool. That that's as custom as it gets, right now that's, there. Now, and but it's custom, but that's not super high end. I mean, I'm not spending fifty thousand dollars on my garage, am I? No, I mean you're. I knew you're not pricing out my garage now. I'm not asking you to do that. <laughs> I'm holding I'm, you to this. But I'm saying that. But I'm saying that this is not beyond most folks. No, I mean if you get into the the stained and painted finishes, it'll be a little bit more. But um, I mean the the melamines are very economical. I don't think we've ever had a we haven't had a garage even remotely close to no, no, that no. price point. Right. I mean, even if it was a twenty by forty foot garage, which is huge. Yeah. It's it's nowhere near that. All right, we're going to talk about parking four cars in a two car garage, <laughs> which is theoretically possible. And we're going to talk about having a home office that is actually ergonomically sensible, as opposed to pulling your chair in and banging your knees on the on the, on the drop leaf table. I mean, honestly, you can go from one thing to the other. Uh, Mike and Sue will help you with that. Mike and Sue Pale from the Closet Factory. Also, we'll talk with uh, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier on making your home great. Making Your Home Great is on every Saturday at 2 o'clock. We'd love for you to participate. 919-860-9783 is our telephone number. If you've got a storage issue, we're going to talk with Mike and Sue Pale from the Closet Factory, not only about storage, but we're also going to talk about that home office that, you know, honestly, you may have just gotten a phone call in the last couple of months. I know my wife's business did. They said, you know, Remember how we said maybe in January? Yeah. Yeah, we're thinking maybe not. We'd like you to work from home from here on out. From now on, we're, we're just going to let the lease go, and we're just going to – you all work from home. Um, because we've got Brock Emmons here at Triangle Radiant Barrier, I want to talk about underneath the house issues and and dehumidifiers. Dehues, that's right. Um, Is that what we call them now? Well, for short, you can, you can call it dehumidifier every time. I say it so many times a day. No, we say dehue at this point. And now, people have them in the crawl space. Uh, yeah. There's, and in the house. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of different types of dehumidifiers. Uh, you know, in a climate like this where we we, we have high humidity, obviously, yeah. uh, dehumidifiers can really save you a lot of money down the road with moisture issues, mold, uh, mm-hmm. that type of stuff. Now, we're going into the winter, right? Humidity yeah. is going to be pretty low until mid-March next year. Okay. The reason I wanted to talk about dehumidifiers today is let's say you have a dehumidifier. It is probably going to be off for the next two or three, four months, depending yeah. on how long it takes for the humidity to come back. Just like any electrical piece of equipment, if it's shut off for long periods of time, it can cause electrical shorts, it can cause misfiring, it maybe won't work anymore. Okay. So to the homeowners out there that have dehumidifiers, make sure to go down there this winter, pull out the filter, get it cleaned, mm-hmm. turn the system on, maybe turn the humidity down a little bit to kick it on, let it run for a little while, turn mm-hmm. it back off. Just little system checks. That way... When you need it next March, it doesn't short out the first time you you try to turn it on. 
Um, just like an air conditioner in spring, while you bring your HVAC company out in the, the beginning part of winter, the beginning part of spring to run systems checks. Okay. All right. That makes sense. That makes sense. And if anybody's got a question for Brock about either insulation, hey, it's awfully cold in the house, <laughs> or the crawl space, yeah, you know the floor is the coldest spot in the house. Get a uh, lot of that. Lately, uh, vents should be closed now. Uh, I would recommend, yeah, you can go ahead and close the vents going through the winter. Close the vents. The floor will be warmer, on the other hand, if you go ahead and call them up and ask about a radiant barrier. Uh, Radiant barriers, there's a few that we can use in crawl spaces. It's primarily an attic insulation. If you're wanting to change the temperature underneath the house, you normally want to go with the foam products, either a spray foam or rigid foam board. All right. Mike and Sue Pale from the Closet Factory. Talk to me about an office. What do you? What kind of questions do you ask somebody? Well, me, about their office. We want to know. Everyone, we're, everyone has different types of jobs or using their home office for different reasons. So we want to know what kind of equipment it needs to accommodate. Do they need a space for a laptop or a computer or work surface to draw or write? How many people are using that space? It may be um, that the, there needs to be a spot for the kids to do their homework. Um, and then are you right-handed? Are you left-handed? What kind of storage do you need? Do you need file drawers, storage? Do you need pencil drawers? Yeah. Um, do you what want- do you, how about this one? What do you use your printer for? Because my wife runs things off on her printer and then scans them and sends them to people. Now- the position of the printer matters yeah. because she can, you know, you know, I can, I can print things off and pick it up a day later. Okay. She needs it right away. So you got to know where the printer is going to be and where is it going to be angled? And where are the outlets are? How do we run the wiring from the printer to the outlets? Um, it, yeah, it's, there's a lot of thought that goes into designing an office and our, our designers are really good at asking a lot of questions getting to know you and how you use your space and um, just setting it up. They may measure your printer. They may measure your trash bins, your recycling bins, um, find out how much space you need above your monitor. Right. Uh, it's, 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 it's hard for me to even remember all the things that they, that they ask. They know better than I do. Well, you, you know, want a, a situation that's going to work for you, obviously. I've seen these drawers. I mean, I've seen a lot of these things that you, you the printer's in the drawer. You know, they'll pull the drawer out, Amen. but they, they have enough measurement, enough depth, where they basically built the drawer specific for that type of printer, that yeah. size. Uh, it's almost like a hideaway because you can print out what you want, get it, and then slide the drawer back down, and it, it's disappeared. I mean, that's kind of the point in what, what you guys do. It's, it's not just about storage. It's efficiently building storage that works for the homeowner, what they're looking for. Yeah, some, some people want that printer out and accessible and others want to hide it away. And I actually, I, I, I feel strongly that at the end of the day, you may want to be able to hide your work away so that you don't feel like you're at work when you're done. So do you have that spot, that drawer or that cabinet that you can just put your stuff that's in progress away and out of sight and out of mind and hide that printer away? And then it kind of takes the stress of your workday away when you're done at the end of the day. I don't know what we thought when we started piling product upon product, appliance upon appliance in our work area. But there's three miles of twisted wire 
underneath everybody's work yeah. area that I see. Computer, monitor, phone. Oh, yeah. Go down the list. And, and uh, you know, it's funny because in some places, there's a wireless modem right next to the printer. Which, and you say, well, what do you need the modem for? Well, that's to run the printer. It's six inches away. <laughs> I could have run a cord there. <laughs> right. Okay. But instead, I've got, you know, this and wall warts. Yep. You're going to hide these, ideally, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of different ways we can do that. There's... Uh, Cable trunking, which can get mounted to the underside of your countertop. So you basically have like a a J-shaped piece of plastic usually that you can lay the cable in there. And that way it can be tucked and hidden. We can do a panel that's off the wall a little bit that just looks like it's against the wall. But there's, again, a cavity behind it so that there's a spot for the extra length of wire to be positioned. Um, It's definitely – no one wants to invest in a, a custom workspace like a home office and then it doesn't look like it was completed so we ask a lot of questions about how do you want to hide the wires how do you want to make everything appear that it's it's just uh almost like a showroom piece and doesn't look functional almost because it's so tidy well and and think about like you guys i'm assuming can also do like under lights Mm -hmm. we do a lot of lights yeah i would assume so so if these if these customers are saying look uh, you know i work up late at night uh, i don't want to keep my husband up or or vice versa i don't want to keep my wife up i'd like to have a dim light just under the overhang of the shelf that i can use while i'm i'm working on the laptop i mean it can be completely custom yeah almost every one of our lights is dimmable but we will also pick out the fixture based on how it's being used if it's for accent lighting versus task lighting it's different the temperature of the light, um, whether it's more of the warm color or the cool color, um, the use of that depends on how you're going to be using that space. Sounds like you guys ask a lot of questions when when the customers come to you. It sounds like you have a list of questions you go down. We do. Yep. We try to we try to come up with a solution for the customer. They, we don't want them to have to know anything. They can just tell us how they want to use it, tell us what they need, and then we come up with a solution for them. At that at that point, we'll come up with a um kind of a proposal and then it's kind of a you work with we work with each other to tailor that solution down to the perfect solution for the client and you're putting in a permanent installation that looks like it came with the house in a lot of a lot of times yeah yeah Yeah. i mean people are i'm impressed with the photograph that you've got of the the one stairs that or the ladder on a on a roller Mm mm-hmm the Library mm-hmm. of Congress ladder, right? <laughs> I don't have a need for it, but I want it. Okay, yep. I want that. I want that kind of organizational skill to be able to put something way up top, if I want to. Then roll the ladder away. Mm-hmm. You got got some great things on the website. We got to remind people it is closetfactory.com. Sometimes I hear people say the closet factory. Oh, the closet factory. You guys don't have the in front, do you? Correct. It's closetfactory.com. Mike and Sue Pale, got a question for them? Call up 919-860-9783 on making your home great. Now, the ultimate question that got asked during the commercials will you guys come over and clean out my garage no <laughs> you won't no. do it no there are companies out there that actually do specialize in that though all right i you know we've we've talked about the the alexander garage where you can slip 
on debris and fall on debris. It's like watching the old $6 million man <laughs> television show where no matter where somebody got pushed, they always landed on boxes. <laughs> and generally, those boxes say Amazon. Uh, Mike and Sue Pale from the Closet Factory are here. Uh, also, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. And let's do this. Let's give away more stuff. Got a gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill, Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Call us right now with a question for Mike and Sue or for Brock. 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. Ask the question. Be on the radio. Okay. A lot of people probably think, you know, they hear this and they say, oh, you know, they're closed closet factory people. They're probably super high end and probably complicated to, to get this whole thing done. That That's probably for somebody else. Talk me into calling you. Tell me what's going to happen when you come out to my house. Well, we, we believe we do a free consultation. So there's there's no upfront cost to have someone out. No one really knows how much custom closets cost if they haven't gone through the process before they a lot of people have no idea right and we get that so for that reason if someone calls in we we set them up with a design consultant that is in their area right um that has expertise that will be needed for their type of space um and then that designer will meet with the client ask ask the hundred questions that we've talked about already give the and then at that point in time they give the client some ballparking Let's see, before 100 questions. I mean, they, they'll, <laughs> right. they can take All a right. lot After of time. Maybe, this is typical Sue exaggeration by about a factor maybe of Maybe 10, 10 questions. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, yeah. so you find out what it is I need. You find out that silly thing about Brock and long pants. You know, mm-hmm. do, do, does Dave need more shirt storage as opposed to pants storage? Yeah. Or the, does his wife demand far more shoe storage then is reasonably <laughs> logical. Well, we make no we make no judgments on that. Um, that's for sure. No, but you'll adjust to it, won't we you? We will adjust to it, but we're not going to get between the husband and wife on how much should go between Good call. <laughs> this product or the it's other. A smart move. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. We, Good call. But but some people do have a lot of a lot of things that are shelf oh, things. Yeah. yeah. And other people are more hanger folks. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it's just a personal preference. It's not, it's just that's all it comes down to is personal preference. And at the end of the day, we tell people, you know, we don't we don't care about what the design looks like as yeah. long as it's perfect for you, right? Yeah. I mean, it's that's really at the end of the day, it's what matters. And but, at no point could I walk into several of your projects and say, oh yeah, that's a closet factory thing because they always do that thing. They always correct. make it look like that. Yeah, you it's wouldn't, not. Yeah, it's it's uh, everyone's unique. All right. Yeah. Daniel in Raleigh. Daniel, congratulations. How you doing? Doing fine, folks. Hope everybody's doing well. Yeah, we're good. What's your question? And who do you have the question for? Mike and Sue or for Brock? Uh, I, I, yes, I guess uh, right now I, I end up with a water leak in my bathroom. Oh, boy. Uh, and it went between the two, the two walls and the two bathrooms. It looks like I'm going to be a, a complete remodel of two bathrooms. Yes. But but it's on the, the base, the, the crawl space is off the mold the crawl space is often wet and is the water coming from the bathroom the plumbing well, we, we, we fixed the, the leak okay uh, it's it in the shower that's uh, connecting uh, yeah yeah that was, got that fixed. i got mediated looking at this that whatever but the crawl space itself is uh is damp all the time 
mean, I'm not sure if it was because of this or was it something else, but always I needed something to fix the problem. I don't even know where to start. Okay, that's all right. You no, started in the question. right plot, uh, yeah. right spot. Yeah. No, that's a great question. So, moisture in a crawl space is is typically going to come from one of the three areas: either an interior water leak, which which caused a lot of moisture down there, um, high relative humidity. If the humidity under the house uh, gets over seventy four, then you have a lot of condensation in the air, uh, which can really get, make everything kind of a little bit wet, and then you're yeah. going to start getting mold growing. The third one is is groundwater. Uh, groundwater is is obviously what it sounds like when we get really really heavy rains. If you open up the crawl space door and you notice that there's a lot of water under your house after a heavy rain, that's groundwater. Um, groundwater is a tough, uh, a difficult thing to to get a hold of. Typically, that's done with either exterior drainage or interior drainage, uh, like a sump pump and basin. Um, if you're not getting groundwater problems, if it is just due to high relative humidity, uh, typically that's a very easy solution. There's several things that can be done to uh, get a good grasp on that. Um, my recommendation is probably reaching out and having somebody come out to do an inspection on the property. If they know what they're doing, they should be able to tell you pretty quickly whether or not it is a groundwater issue or a humidity issue. And at that point, at least they can kind of point you in the right direction on what steps can be taken to get that remediated. Daniel, how long have you noticed moisture under the house? Um, I don't go under the house, obviously. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's near a creek and this, that, whatever. The neighbor's house yeah. uh, has been having flooding issues uh, from heavy rains and all that. We kind of fixed her house. Uh, this one here is kind of in terms of, you know, just the, it's right. now the mold aspect. But I think a lot of it may be coming from the leak that was between the walls. All right. Um, but I, Daniel, I'm going to put you on hold problem. to make sure that we get your telephone number for multiple reasons. Uh, congratulations. You won that $25 gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill, the place for lunch and dinner with daily food and drink specials, including the fried chicken, the prime rib and the $6 burger on Fridays. Daniel, it's a $25 gift certificate. Bring somebody. Um, and they've got indoor and outdoor seating available. And uh, they're at East Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh, 625 East Whitaker Mill. Uh, and Daniel's on hold. Just make sure that we've, we've got his telephone number. Erica in Raleigh, I'm so glad you called. How you doing today, Erica? I'm doing fine. Good. Do you have a question? Yes, I was just calling to find out what is the quickest way to, to clean oil up off the floor. To clean oil up off the floor of your garage, I assume. No, the kitchen. The kitchen. All right, hold on just a moment. Is there anybody who knows how to clean oil off? Of, what kind of oil? What kind of floor? It's all right. Uh, both both of you spoke at the same moment, Erica. It's what kind of oil? Like cooking oil. Dripping cooking oil. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and what kind of floor? Just a, a hardwood floor, to, a hard towel. Hardwood I would, floor. I would probably go with a Dawn, a Dawn cleaning product, which um, uh, does a good job breaking down oils. Yeah, get the uh, the bottle that has a picture That's, of a duck. Yeah, I would I would probably start with a Dawn soap. Uh, like I said, it does a really good job breaking up the oils, hopefully preventing it from causing any damage to the floor if you can get it done in time. Yeah, yeah. 
Thank you, Erica. Appreciate it. Thank you, Daniel, also. We've got Mike and Sue Pale from the Closet Factory. I want to go nuts in the last five minutes here, talk about things that you, you may not do a lot of these. Maybe you do. Murphy bets. We yeah. do. We you do. do. A ton of them recently. See, yeah. now here's the thing. People remember 1940s old movies, and the, the fellow had rent a little apartment, and he'd open up a closet door, and there's a little tiny bed. That's not what your guys are talking about. Murphy beds store the bed away, and you can make better use of the room. Yeah, the Murphy bed takes up about a foot and a half of depth off the wall. Yeah. the size Basically the size of a mattress, if you just imagine that mattress folded flat up against the wall. And the comedy always was that the guy would jump on the bed, and then it would just, the <laughs> bed would then go back up into the closet. That's not what happens. This is a really good, comfortable bed. A lot of the beds come with a built-in box spring, like birch slats that act like a box spring. So mm-hmm. you could use this as your everyday bed if you wanted to. Um, Most people are getting it for a guest room because they want to recover that room. But we also do some some high rises and and you know smaller spaces that people are getting now in downtowns, you know downtown Raleigh, downtown Durham, etc. And that's their main bed, yeah. and they're definitely comfortable as comfortable as a regular bed it just happens to get out of the way for you i've always wondered how there are are, is there a strap that holds the bed to the frame that way when you go vertical with it or come back down it always stays the the mattress stays on the frame or is it just kind of laid up there uh most of them have a velcro strap that comes from both sides and holds it down you put that on over the bare mattress and then the fitted sheet sheet over it and you don't ever see it or feel it that's pretty cool Mm -hmm. and when it's stored you don't know that there's a bed there. You kind of see that there's some sort of cabinetry mm-hmm. there, right? You yep. see a big cabinet. Yeah, it looks mm-hmm. like kind of a big entertainment center. That thousand-pound armoire. Yeah, we like an old yeah. armoire. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing, and, and I know I, I'm just trying to put a little germ of a seed of an idea into people's heads. If you've now discovered that your bedroom slash office isn't big enough, you need your problems, the bed, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You may need to get that bed out of the way. I mean, think about a, a homeowner that has a, a, two, a two bedroom house and an office. Right. Well, they might not have enough room where they can have family members come over to stay because that right. office has their desk in it. Mm-hmm. But if they do a Murphy bed yep. that's out of the way, they can use their office every day of the week. But when they have mm-hmm. that family member come in, they fold the bed down. They just got themselves an extra guest bedroom. Right. It's a brilliant idea. It really is. Yeah, right. that's an extra bedroom for, you know, around $4,000. Right. So we've done, I, I, we've like actually it. done Murphy beds in living rooms. Four thousand yeah. dollars. Tempur Pedic mattresses cost four grand, and I can get a Murphy bed for Murphy that. Bed. Sold. It's it's hidden away. I want a Murphy bed with a TV on it, so that I can right. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. d- double up and lean the thing down and sleep on it, and then slide yeah. it up. All right. The other nuts sort of thing that I know you guys do, and I don't know. Maybe you do them a lot. These garage lifts. Mm-hmm. What can I do with a garage lift? Depends on the type you get, but you can either use it to increase your parking storage by getting if you have enough height, you can park one car above another. Yeah. Um, if you don't have that height and you want to be able to to do work on your car, then you can get uh, a lift that's more designed to just lift the car up so you can elevate it and get to the underside of the vehicle. So it kind of depends on like what on the use case. I like it. The other I, I want I want you guys to. 
plan out. I'm thinking of a mother-in-law suite lift <laughs> that you can just push a button and it just goes up. Lift her into the attic. Just an idea. <laughs> and just the switch on the outside. <laughs> Mike and Sue Pale, The Closet Factory. The website is closetfactory.com. Thank you very much. Thank you. On making your home great.